Well, good morning, everybody. For those of you I do not know, my name is Mike. It's an honor to welcome you here to North Star as we get to kick off 2021 together. It is such an honor that you took time out of your schedule to join us this morning. Thank you. We pray that when we get done here in a few minutes that you'll go, that was what I needed to start my year and to start my year walking with Jesus. Because here's the deal. Here's a challenge we all have together. We've got lots of distractions and lots of stuff that come at us in life. If every day you and I can lock eyes with Jesus and walk towards him, I think we'll be glad where we end up in 2021. So it's so good to have you this morning. Well, today we're gonna dive into a message as we kick off the year to remind ourselves of that mission. So if you've got your Bibles, I want you to turn to the book of Luke. Luke chapter 19 is where we're gonna be today. If you are brand new, I know Larry talked about this here a second ago. If you began watching Christmas Eve, and you're in Houston, Texas, or in Stockton, California, or in Destin, Florida, or in Peachtree City, wherever you're watching from this morning, and you're maybe new to North Star, we've got an app, North Star Church, Georgia, in the App Store. You can download that app. It has our notes, and has all the other information you heard Larry share. It's all right there in the palm of your hand. If you're watching online at live.northstarchurch, you've seen the notes over in the corner. If not, you can pin down a few things this morning. Jesus, on his way to the cross, on his mission of why he came on Christmas, was to seek and to save those that were lost, we have an encounter that Jesus had that has huge ramifications to who we are as a church and who we are as people and how we're gonna live out our lives. So if you got your Bible out in front of you and you're reading along with me, let's start Luke chapter 19, verse one. If at any point I'm saying something that you're not reading, just look up and look at me because we'll, we'll chat about it because I want you to get in the story. Jericho is 15 miles from Jerusalem. Jesus has just entered this area and he's had a couple conversations. Luke 18 records, he met a young rich ruler who loved his stuff more than he was willing to follow Jesus. And Jesus made this comment, he said, it's easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to come into the kingdom of God. It's interesting conversations gonna play out in Luke 19. He also had an encounter with a, a blind beggar on the side of the road who hollered for spiritual sight, but more for physical sight, and Jesus gave him spiritual sight. So one had blind eyes and one had a blind heart. And you see both of them in Luke 19. Pick up the story. Jesus entered Jericho and made his way through the town. Where was he going? He was going to Jerusalem. That's where he's headed, was to Jerusalem. He's going through town. They've already been detained a couple times along the way. Verse two, and there was a man there named Zacchaeus, and he was the chief tax collector of the region. So let's talk about old Zacchaeus real quick. He was the chief tax collector of the region, meaning he was the guy above the people that everybody hated. Everybody hated tax collectors, so you're the chief, let's, let's just say it this way, this will make you help, help you remember it. He didn't win a Citizen of the Year award. He was not ABA Citizen of the Year, Ackworth Business, or Kennesaw Business Citizen of the Year. Zacchaeus was a bad dude, all right? He was bad because not only his occupation, which 
tax collectors in general weren't good guys. He was a chief tax collector. He was rich, which means he made extra money coming up with taxes for the Jewish residents of the area, and he worked for the Roman government. So nobody liked Zacchaeus, nobody. You heard the name Zacchaeus, you walk the other way. There was a tax collector in the region, and he had become very rich in a very uh, inappropriate way. He had become very rich. Verse three, he tried to get a look at Jesus but he was too short to see over the crowd. So Zacchaeus catches wind that Jesus is coming to town and, and you've ever been in a, it's been a while since we've all been in crowds, but when you're in a crowd and you're trying to see and you're trying to get a look, he couldn't see. The, the Bible records he was short in stature and so Zacchaeus has got to find another way. So he ran ahead, he climbed up a sycamore fig tree beside the road because Jesus was gonna pass that way. Why did he want to come see him? I don't know. Maybe because one of Jesus's Disciples was a tax collector. I'm sure they knew each other. And he went, if he could see something in him, maybe he could see something in me. Maybe he'd heard about the miracles that had happened earlier with, with men who physically couldn't see being given sight. We don't know. All we know is he ran to meet him, which men did not run. Secondly, he climbs up a sycamore fig tree, which would grow up to about 50 feet tall so he could get a view of just Jesus coming by. He just wanted to be near, and he just wanted to get an idea of what Jesus looked like. Verse five, and when Jesus came by, he looked up at Zacchaeus, and he called him by name and said, Zacchaeus, quick, come down. I must be a guest at your home today. Now, there's a lot of things packed in those two verses. He knew him. He called him. He wanted to go home with him. See, even back then, it's like it is now. When I meet somebody out at a restaurant, that's a, that's a great way to break bread together. But when I invite somebody over to my home, to spend time together, that is a sign of intimacy and friendship. Zacchaeus came to see Jesus, but what Zacchaeus didn't know was Jesus came to Jericho to see him. See, you may have tuned in today and you came to see who Jesus was. You watched Christmas Eve and you're like, man, I need to, I need to go to church. What you didn't expect is a tap on the shoulder that you'll get today, not from me or from Seth and our team, but from the Holy Spirit going, you came to find Jesus, but really, we came to find you. Well, Zacchaeus responds to that tap. He quickly climbs down and he took Jesus to his house in great excitement and joy. Now, we don't know if Zacchaeus was married Zacchaeus may have been excited. Guys don't always think about inviting people over and the ramifications of that. If Zacchaeus was married, she may not have been as excited. But Zacchaeus was excited about Jesus coming over to his house. But look at what it says about the people. But the people were displeased. Look at what it says. He has gone to be the guest of a notorious sinner. Not just a sinner, but a notorious sinner. They're like, Zacchaeus isn't even hiding that he's a bad guy. He's rich off us. And they grumbled. Well, meanwhile, Zacchaeus stood before the Lord and he said, I'll give half my wealth to the poor Lord. And if I've cheated people on their taxes, I'll give them back 
four times as much. Now, what's interesting about that was Jesus didn't ask Zacchaeus to do any of that. Zacchaeus said, I'll give it all away to follow you, which is exactly what the rich guy didn't do in Luke 18. But Zacchaeus did in Luke 19. And look at the response Jesus had to him. Salvation has come to this home today, for this man has shown himself to be a true son of Abraham. For the Son of Man came to seek and to save those that were lost. And that includes you and includes me. Would you pray with me? God, use your word to speak into our lives today. Father, use your heart to draw us to you. And God, may we as a church be reminded today of why you came. And Father, that should be why we come. And Father, that is my prayer, and I pray it in Jesus' name. Amen. You know, it's hard to, it's hard to believe it was 24 years ago this Sunday, the first Sunday of 1997, that we had our very first service. Today's a 24-year anniversary. We're not even a, we're not even a kid anymore. We're, we're a young adult, right? My daughter, who is in ministry, she was not even born yet 24 years ago. Isn't that crazy? And I remember when we started, we had a passion to not just be a church, but we had a passion to be something even a little bit different. To be a church that wasn't like every other church that maybe existed 24 years ago or exists today, but we felt like God given us a call and for 24 years, we've tried to do what God calls to do. Now we dress different now and we may worship men. The very, this, the very first Sunday, I wore a tie and suspenders and socks on the first Sunday. I mean, I was dressed up. Thank you, Jesus, we don't do that anymore, all right? But 24 years, a lot has changed. But the mission of who we are hasn't changed. You know, Larry talked about game film. Every coach evaluates game film, good and bad. And then every year when they start, they go back to the basics, and they go back to the things that they do, and they say, we're gonna keep on doing these things. So at North Star, we're so blessed. We have tons of coaches here at North Star. Many that attend online, many of you watch online, many of you typically attend in person, which is what we're normally used to. We've got two state championship coaches at North Star, high school football coaches at North Star, state championship baseball coaches, you know what I know about all those guys? They know who they are and they keep doing what they're good at. They don't always ride every new wave. They don't always go back, but they know the basics and they keep on keeping on with the basics. What do we learn today about who we are as a church from the story of Zacchaeus? So let me, let me set a little reminder. This was easy to remember 24 years ago. We didn't own a building. We bought land 24 years ago. We didn't own a building. So it was easy to remember that the church is a people 
not a building. I remember driving by North Cobb because that's where we met for the first couple years of the church and there was a game at North Cobb and Casey wanted to know why people were meeting at our church during the week. And I'm like, okay, let's, let's just straighten this up. That's, we rent that space. So the church isn't a building. The church is the people. So really today as we talk about who we are as a church, we're reminding ourselves of what we're gonna keep doing that God laid on our hearts to keep doing. Number one, we're gonna keep going into our community. A lot has changed in 24 years, but one thing hasn't changed. It's not about who come, it's about who's not here yet. So think about this, Jesus had his 12 disciples that were gonna change the world. But Jesus' mission wasn't finished till he had Zacchaeus. So I want you to think about the story. Jesus was about who had come, but Jesus was also about who was not there yet. We had a lot of people come through North Star in the past 24 years. I mean, 7,500 plus on Christmas Eve tuned in. But you think of the hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people that have walked through our doors over 24 years, both online and corporately here on Sundays. But you know, here's the crazy part. How many hundreds of thousands of people still don't know who Jesus is? Look at the way it said it. When Jesus came by, he looked up. He looked up. What did that mean? What's that mean for us? We can't stop looking for those that don't know. You know one of my favorite parts about Christmas Eve this year? How many of you put together little gift bags, you put together invites, and you took them to people's houses that you know don't go to church and invited them to attend with you? You know what you did? You looked up and you looked out. You went, wow, they're my neighbor, they're my friend, they're my coworker, they're my teammate. I'm gonna invite them to come with me. I, I, we were with a family last night and they were talking about what Christy and her amazing children's team did for our kids on uh, Christmas, for their Christmas experience. And how, if they had known how great it was, how many more boxes they'll buy next time for people they know that don't go to church because it's a way to draw them in. You know what it means? You keep looking out. That's something we're gonna do. We didn't come to just plan a church to sit here in a community. We came to be a church that reached out. We didn't come plan a church. We came to reach a community. How do we do that? The same way Jesus. Jesus looked up and he saw Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus did not expect to be seen that day. And we live in a world of people that don't expect to be seen. In fact, they feel invisible. They don't have a great religious pedigree. They didn't grow up in church. They don't own a Bible. They're not thinking about small group. They're not thinking about the next passion conference or spiritual gathering. They're not even thinking about spiritual things. How do we find them? We look up and we look out. Do you know, and this is something our founding pastor used to say all the time, the longer an organization exists, the organization can turn inward. Well, we're 24 years old. You know what the tendency would be for us? 
to turn inward to say, well, we got a lot of people, so we're not gonna worry about all that now. No, we're gonna worry about growing our people when they come in, but turning them out to remind them of what it's like not to know. Don't ever forget what it's like to be Zacchaeus in the tree looking at Jesus. But the powerful part of the story was point two. Show people that we care. We're gonna keep showing people that we care. We're not just gonna see, say we're a church who cares about people. We gotta put feet to it. We gotta put a story to it. Now, I want you to get this. This is, to me, the, the power of the story. Zacchaeus is up in the tree. Jesus could have walked by and said, hey, you, up there, come on down. But what did Jesus do? Jesus called him, if you were in the room today, I would say, say this with me. He called him by what? Name, and he said, Zacchaeus. Let's, let's just pause there. Probably when Zacchaeus heard his name, he wasn't used to nice things coming next. But I think when he heard it from Jesus, it sounded different. See, if you said the name Zacchaeus in that community, people would have gone, thief, tax collector, notorious sinner, Lord only knows what they'd have said about him with some other expletives to go along with it. But I think when he heard his name from Jesus that day, it was different. Do you know, this is really interesting. The name Zacchaeus means pure and innocent. I wonder that day when Jesus called his name, if he heard, Zacchaeus, I'm calling who I know you to be. I'm calling out what I see in you. I don't ever want us to stop going, but I don't ever want us to stop caring. He called him by name. I want you to write down this little phrase, the power of relationships. We, we have a core value here at North Star, people over projects. It's the power of a relationship. I guarantee you there was a disciple who was their, their personality, who was the order follower and that had the itinerary already laid out that Jesus was driving them nuts because Jesus just kept stopping. But people to Jesus were never an interruption. What would happen in our lives if people weren't an interruption but they really were while we were here? That conversation at the office that's easy to walk by, we engaged in. That parent that you're sitting with while the kids are at ball practice and they're out on the field and you're just gabbing with them in the bleachers waiting on your kid to get done. What if there was a power in that and people knew that you cared? See, as a church, we can't ever get so busy pulling off Sundays that we forget to care about people every day. So we have a great ministry here. Mike Lindeman does a phenomenal job aligning us in the mission of reaching our community. But I want you to remember something I said a few minutes ago. 
you, ladies and gentlemen, are the church. The church is not 3413 Blue Springs Road. The church is you. Whether you're in Tallahassee, Florida, or in Buffalo, New York, you're the church. Every day, you and I get to go out with the hands, the feet, and the heart of Jesus. That's why today we look back at our game film and say, oh, there's some things we're gonna make adjustments on, but let me tell you what we're gonna keep on doing. We're gonna keep on doing these basics. We are not gonna turn inward. We're gonna show people that we care enough to know their names. Number three, ready? Not only do we show them that we care, we keep extending grace rather than condemnation. Can I, can I be honest with you? Condemnation is easier. So you had, a, you had a group of people back then that relig, religious leaders, we're just gonna lump them all in together, okay? Do you know that every conversation that's recorded in Luke that Jesus had with tax collectors who were the bad guys is always positive, but every conversation Jesus has with religious leaders who were delivering condemnation was negative. It's easier to deliver judgment than it is to extend grace. But the people were displeased. Have you ever... If you ever paused at that part of the story and gone, what if Jesus had listened to the people? There would never have been a Zacchaeus. There would never have been a Matthew. There would never have been John or James or Simon Peter. But Jesus didn't listen to anybody's voice but the voice of his father. Look at, look at what it says. He has gone to the guest of a notorious sinner. And what Jesus, I know, thought bubble comes up into his head. And the thought bubble says this. And Zacchaeus, this notorious sinner, is why I came. I came to seek and to save those that are lost. All the trappings of Zacchaeus was what they saw. But Jesus saw the purpose that Zacchaeus was created for. See, Zacchaeus was made in the same image of God that you and I are. I remember in the early days of North Star, we used to talk about this all the time. And the phrase was this, how long has it been since when you locked eyes with someone, you remembered how much they mattered to God. See, Jesus got it, man. He got it. And I don't want us to forget it. So if you're new to North Star, let me tell you who we aren't. We're not gonna be the church that uh, amazes you with our brilliance. There's Lots of other pastors, they're all real good friends of mine that are a lot smarter than me. I get, I get it, I'm okay with that. We're not gonna be the church 
that's gonna set up soapboxes and tell you what we're against. If that's what you're looking for, I mean, you're just not gonna like North Star. But who are we? We're gonna be the church that's gonna be passionate about the things Jesus was passionate for. People. People. That's why we serve in the community. That's why we give. That's why we do what we do. That's why we put together packets and invite people to a Christmas Eve service or we invite a friend to Easter or we invite a friend next Sunday to attend with us online. It's never been easier. Well, Mike, it's, it's hard. We're, everything's not open yet. And I, Listen, we innovate, we adapt, but we never change our mission. So I got a question for you today. Number one, are you Zacchaeus? Did you tune in today just to say, you, I'm, I'm gonna start 2021 going to church. I didn't go to church much in 2020 and I don't want another year like that one. I went to church every week and it turned out that way. But anyways, and so I don't want another year like that one. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna go to church this year. And today, the Holy Spirit called you up in the tree and said, hey, Matt, Hey, Sarah, hey, Pete, hey, Lucy, I see you. And today the Holy Spirit tapped you on the shoulder and you respond as Zacchaeus saying, Lord, I'll give up everything to follow you. Maybe today you've been a spectator at North Star. You've been sitting in our bleachers Monday morning quarterback and enjoying it. You like the game you're not involved in it. And today you go, Mike, I'm gonna be the church. When I go to the school, I'm gonna serve as the church at my school. When I go to the PTSA and I, I get involved, not just as the Smith family, but on behalf of North Star, I'm here to serve as well. Because it's the mission you and I have all been called to. Jesus came to seek and to save those that were lost. And he called us to seek and to save the same people too. Would you pray with me? Boy, right where you're at right now, you may be that one that said, Mike, I, today I, I am Zacchaeus. Mike, I didn't know. But today I want to meet him. Can I lead you in a prayer to meet him? What a way to begin a new year than by meeting the one who came to find you. It goes like this, dear Lord Jesus, I need you. I believe you lived for me, would you pray that? I believe you died for me, and I believe you rose again just for me. Come into my heart, Lord Jesus, to be my personal Lord and Savior today. Welcome home. Maybe you're watching and you say, Mike, I, I, uh, I'm not gonna be a spectator. I'm getting in the game. I'm getting on the field. I don't wanna be a part of making a difference. Boy, if that's you, would you just tell the Lord that, would you? We need you. You're the church. 
God's called you here. He's got a ministry for you. Jesus, thanks for laying out the game plan for our lives. Jesus, thanks for giving us a a map of how to do this. Now, God, may we live out who you've called us to be. We know in 2021 what we're gonna keep on doing. We'll adapt, we'll change, we'll, but not these things. God, we are, we are locked and loaded for what you have for us. So God, thank you that we get to begin a new year reminding ourselves of the story of the one that we've come to follow. God, we thank you for that time. In Jesus' name, amen.